0: Hi, how are you?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: Wonderful. Thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I'm Dana Powell.
1: I'm Jessica Young. And And we we are here here to to Rants and 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 Raves.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, we even danced together. <laughs> Jessica, I want to I apologize right off the bat. I know our listeners can't see us, and believe me, you should be grateful. Um, <laughs> mo- more often than not, I would say 99 point, I would say this might be the only time that we record because we can see each other. We use Streamyard, and we can see mm-hmm. each other. And I will often say to Jessica, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I look crazy, but I did put on eyebrows for you. Well, guess what? I ain't rocking no eyebrows today, and Jessica's got
1: alien, Dana. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought that you did. I'm serious. No,
0: ma'am. Let me look for you. Look, this is no eyebrows. They're from lighter. Here? No, there's no hair from here to here. <laughs> from eye corner to mid head. There's Phantom
1: no... <laughs> brows. <laughs> I think because I'm just expecting them. I'm seeing them
0: yeah maybe I wish that I could do that <laughs> I, I was we did a lot my... of swimming this weekend and so yes I have no I, I have haven't worn makeup in a few days and yeah it's scary <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that honestly to jump right in Was the highlight of my week, was getting to have a rooftop swim party with some ladies.
0: We really teased it hard in the last episode. It was so much fun. Mm -hmm. It was just lovely. And it was, I would like to say, an age diverse group. Yes. Which is great because our friends. Never felt older. I did look back on the night, and I was like, we were, no joke, we were grandmas sitting around reminiscing with the young ladies.
1: We were like, you know, Kenny Rogers, blank stares. That's when you feel old. Dana then busted out the gambler thinking, well, of course they know this song. They just don't know it's him. Nope, they didn't. Never heard it.
0: Well, if they're listening... You got to know when to hold up. <laughs> when to hold them. Know when to fold up. Know when to walk away. And know when to run. And you you, honestly, you count better your money. count your money when,
1: when you're, you're sitting the at table. the table.
0: Because there'll be time enough for counting when the deal done. <laughs> That's some life advice right there. You're oh welcome. My
1: God. For I'm a, if you real
0: I'm cheersing my monster to life go mm. I love it
1: for our elder listeners and by elder I mean people who are not 24 years old <laughs> um maybe you can do me the pleasure of letting me know if you guys have seen one of the greatest movies of the 80s Dana hasn't and I'm real disappointed for a lot of reasons a I know it's something she would have liked but her, father on television from modern oh, family mr. barry yes. corbin one of yeah. my favorite actors ever yeah is the main villain he's the texan sheriff of course it's a is. movie called six pack and i need to know if any of y'all have seen it I'm i sure cannot be have... the only one
0: i'm surprised that i don't know it that i haven't seen it and maybe i have and just don't remember because when you said you were describing it, and I was like, "It sounds like a Burt Reynolds." It sounded like it does. Um,
1: it does. Sally Field, like the Sally Field Smokey and in the Bandit.
0: In the Bandit, yes. And you were like, yep. "Yeah, but guess who's in it?" And I was like, "My dad." Like yes. I, I knew my TV dad. Yep. I was like, that genre was made for him.
1: <laughs> a hundred. Per- I'm serious. I'm begging you to watch it. Even, I don't know, uh, you know what, Henry would probably be bored by it. I'm thinking, yeah. kids love it. Probably not today's no, probably kids. Not. <laughs> But you will love it. And I'm yeah. telling you, that man's toothpick work is something to behold. I, I love
0: constantly... the Kitty You know, we even went so far in the future. We even tried islands in the stream. That, that is, is what, what we, are. we are. And they still didn't know. They didn't you know what, Taylor Swift will do a reboot or a remix or a mashup of that song and then Kate will know because she loves her Taylor Swift. (laughs) This is what a mean friend I am. I sent her a Taylor Swift tailless whip scorpion. Do you know what those are? They're I scorpions do. without stingers, but they've mm-hmm. got those pinchers, man. And people like them as pets. I'm like, why? They hate no, you. I
1: know. But
0: everyone that watched the video thought the animal handler said Taylor Swift. So they're calling it the Taylor Swift scorpion.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I don't
0: know why that makes me giggle.
1: <laughs> um, Another thing from the relics of my ancient mind scorpion immediately i think of clash of the titans the original
0: oh you mean that uh, i just watched the other day on cable i'm aware i know so its
1: existence isn't that <laughs> when either perseus or calibos one of them pierces medusa's head that's hanging and the blood drops and then scorpions bigger than cars form out of the yeah, blood of out medusa's of the blood head? yeah I do not like scorpions and man, They're no, no, man. kind of all over the world. I know a lot of people yeah. when they go to Europe are like, oh, you have to check your shoes. Scorpions. I'm like. For what? reals? In Europe? Yes. And I'm scared anytime I've been in the desert. So I'm like, ooh. Yeah, yeah.
0: I do not like a scorpion. And no. people have them as pets.
1: No, thank you. They No, thank nope. you. Pass.
0: Well, anyway, our pool time was very fun.
1: It was delightful. And I what about that amazing band?
0: There was a live band playing, y'all.
1: In the neighborhood we, that was just by happenstance, and we could hear it perfectly.
0: We were on the rooftop facing the sunset mm-hmm. with our girlfriends and libations of fun mm-hmm. and snackies with a live band playing, and yeah. no one else was there but us.
1: It was perfection. It
0: was not dreamy. to mention
1: our friend's lovely, gorgeous apartment building, lofts I rather. I know, with the best. I was like, "Do you call it landscaping when it's inside the building with succulents that what were dripping down forty they rain feet? They rained
0: down. They rained down four floors. It's absolutely Incredible. stunning. Yes, yeah. and there's artwork all over the building. I've I've actually taken pictures of some of the artwork and posted mm-hmm. it on my Instagram. Yes. It was like a, like a private art walk.
1: <laughs> it is <laughs> so cool.
0: Yeah, and then real quick." I Because we mentioned that we're trying to, like, stay on time today because everyone knows Jessica's about to see some family, so we got to get our act together. <laughs> um, it's been an eventful morning here at the Powell Tipton household. Mm-hmm. I have baby birds that I've been raising for over a month.
1: And I've loved your videos of them.
0: And unfortunately, I lost two of them, one last night and one today. And I have a little fledgling in my backyard in the shade that I've been watching incessantly, just like it's mama, uh, all the morning texting Jessica and my friend Candace and Dan Tipton like, what do I do? I think it just needs a little nappy. It's pretty Uh... still squeaky and happy and the mama's still around and she's so lovely she doesn't dive bomb me she trusts me Mm and you know i've been right there the whole time so i was able to get it in the shade and i'm hoping it's gonna be okay but one of the little babies got stuck when it was either trying to get out of the nest or maybe she pushed it out it passed i'm not sure but i was saying to jessica somebody mentioned to me the other day oh do you see the mommy and daddy and i was like daddy I thought he was done. I haven't right? seen him since they were building the nest. Right. Mm-hmm. And I read online that if one of the parents disappears, it's really hard. It's single parenthood.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's really hard for the mom. Multiple
1: for triplets.
0: Exactly. And I'm wondering if something happened to the daddy and maybe they didn't get as nourished as, I don't know. It's all so sad. Life Mm -hmm. is so amazingly beautiful and so sad at the same time. So anyway, by the time you hear this, the outcome of my little fledge out there will be known, but I'm crossing my fingers at this moment that
1: it's going to be okay yes it's all look it's not hard for uh, parents to wrangle a child let alone a baby but when you think about that in the animal world they can't go i mean they don't want to go too far because they don't want to expend their energy they don't want to go too far from the baby because something else can come and get the baby so. Well,
0: and I'm so crazy that I was like, I have to get this baby bird out of the bougainvillea because the mama keeps yes. going and checking on it and it's breaking my heart. And, of course, I read an article about how birds mourn and sometimes they forget about their other babies and it mm-hmm. devastates them and they can die of a broken heart. Blah, 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 blah. I just send myself down this rabbit hole of like,
1: yeah. <laughs> I get it.
0: But when I went, Jessica was so kind because we're trying to like stay on track today. And I was like, I got to go out there and get it when I can. And she's like, do it now. So I did. And I wanted to wait till she wasn't watching. But that just wasn't possible because the other baby's nearby. So I'm so nuts. But I I got it out. And she was watching me. And I just held it out to her so she could Mm -hmm. look at it. And I said, I'm so sorry, mama. And I cried. And then I, you know took care of it in a humane and, and probably crazy for a human way, but I, it's fine.
1: <laughs> well, I am,
0: also I am whose I am. Isn't that uh, what Popeye says? I is. Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if any of our LA listeners have an answer to this, I beg you to send it in because we were also discussing in our green room dump, how hard it is, at least in LA where we're a giant mm-hmm. Where you would think it would
0: be easy because everybody here treats their animals like humans.
1: Yes. Yeah. To find a place that takes animals. And the only thing I've ever found over the years, because I have also found, unfortunately, a number of baby birds that were alive and or dead or trying to make it and things like that. There was one place Way deep in Malibu that would take animals. And mm-hmm. I know one of the places out there that did that closed down about a year ago. Oh no. But like when I was growing up, there was a place in Roswell, Georgia, where I grew up. It's a suburb of Atlanta called the Chattahoochee Nature Center. The Chattahoochee is like our giant river that runs through Georgia. Uh-huh. The Chattahoochee. Way Nature-
0: younger by the Chattahoochee.
1: Yeah. Also the name of my high school. No, I didn't like it then, and I still don't like it now. Okay. I, like, I, I,
0: I want a t-shirt a
1: little bit. I know.
0: I like it. <laughs> I like it.
1: I like the name Chattahoochee. It's actually Native American for painted rocks.
0: Oh, fascinating. I love yes, that.
1: Or rather indigenous. I'm going to correct myself. I don't <laughs> even think we say that anymore, so...
0: Yeah, I think corrections corner in the moment, in the moment. Yeah, I think we I think it's more respectful to say indigenous at this point, right?
1: Indeed. Yeah. So my sincere apologies, because I don't take that well. lightly.
0: It, I don't either, but it also, that's been in our lexicon for so long. It's right? hard to change, but I, I, I appreciate you saying that because then it helps me remember too.
1: Yes. But the Chattahoochee Nature Center was this amazing place that they've had. There's a lot of wildlife around the river, right? And you could bring, if you found turtles, birds, possums, raccoons, squirrels, anything like that, like our yeah. typical woodland creatures that are near the suburban areas, you could bring them injured or babies or whatever they were to the nature center and they would rehab them. And so, and that was right in our community. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, how the hell is there not a place in LA? I, it is that?
0: fascinating to me. Cause I know a bunch of, you know, obviously birds of a feather, no mm-hmm. pun intended, but so many of our friends are animal lovers yes. and rescuers and activists and all of that. And so many of my friends, we've run into the same thing. It's like, nuts. Candace found baby birds and baby squirrels and mm-hmm. had the hardest time trying to figure out, like, yes. can we help them? Because what are you supposed to do? Sit there and watch them die?
1: That's the way I feel. And I'm not apparently, gonna do that. yes. I because can't. Because one woman that I reached at wildlife services or whatever animal control <gasps> that line I called her, She just... said, ma'am, it's called nature. It's the circle of life. Animals okay. die all the time.
0: You know what else I believe? Um, God puts me where I'm supposed to be. And he put me in front of that baby and I'm going to do all I can to help it.
1: (laughs) A hundred percent.
0: I can't, I can't change. It's just who I am.
1: (laughs) I know. And good on you for it. And yes, I'm not going to try to um, help something out of the jaws of an alligator of
0: course as much yes. as I'd
1: love to of course but if there's an animal that is of no harm to someone and could be saved just by what being put in a little incubator or for, being given for an some extra food, day
0: yeah exactly I'm gonna do let's it, do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do and I'm sorry I'm gonna climb up in my bougainvillea and get that baby out so yes. that mama doesn't have to look at that I can't
1: <laughs> I know, exactly. It nested in your beautiful archway of Bougainvillea in your I backyard. I watched
0: them build that nest. I, then I put a sign up when I left. hmm bird's nest be careful because my i know my gardener you know and he's been on this journey with us too Rigo. because last week when he came uh we were outside or dan was outside and uh uh-huh he was like oh how are the birds you know and dan was like we've got three babies he was like oh wonderful (laughs) so so cute so cute oh
1: i know what i'll do okay before because we just seem to keep forgetting, and that's on me because I always remember at the end of the show because you <sighs> how to get in touch with us. How you guys can get in touch with us. And
0: before you say this, can I make yes. one more one more of comment course. about things you send in? We tell you guys all the time, and we mean it a hundred percent. Send us anything, anything that makes yes. you annoyed, anything that makes you happy, anything that just piques your curiosity Mm -hmm. and the reason i'm saying this is because we don't want you to think that there's like boundaries of what you can send to us ever because we love everything you send and one of the things this week one of our rants Mm -hmm. is about uh like familial uh issue right Mm -hmm. so like asking has this happened to you about a family issue that they're getting ready to go on vacation blah 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 so you can send us anything you know i used to be I used to have a podcast called Absolute Worst Podcast, and that's all people sent us was like questions mm-hmm. about behavior and and life and blah, blah, blah. So we don't want you to think that you have to send us completely trivial things or right. that you can't send us completely trivial things. Like mm-hmm. everything, you can send us everything.
1: Nothing is off limits. That's right. <laughs> Unless it's hate filled. And we have never run into that. And I no, don't think we, we will. It's just I not our either. listeners. Our
0: people are so
1: we're so lucky. We just don't,
0: we don't. If there's have some that. creeps
1: out there listening, they keep to themselves because they've yet to rear their heads to us. And let's keep it that way.
0: Yeah, let's do please, because it's been a rough couple of years. And I'm <laughs> definitely, fra- I'm, I keep saying I'm not myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, Man. how can they get a hold of us?
1: They don't want to mess with you or me.
0: Not right now. On a bad
1: day. Right? They better buckle in. (laughs) So if you would like to be in touch and I know you would, especially I'm talking directly to some people who are like, I have a rave or I have a, rave. then please just do it. Because also when you tell me, cause I have had people like mention something to me, I'm like, that's great. I need you to send that to me. Not only so I won't forget, I need your touch and your spin on it. Y'all right. We always say that that's part of what makes it fun. Reading yes. in your voices it Yes, makes all the difference. Okay. Yeah. So you can send us anything you like and correspond through Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves podcast. You can find us on Twitter at raves underscore the, you can email us directly at the Ranson Raves podcast at gmail.com or hit the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com.
0: Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's just get into our rants. Are you ready? Let's do
1: it. Oh, uh, you're yeah. Up. You're
0: up first, aren't you?
1: Yes. All right. So thank you to Sarah M, who gave us an amazing rave last week with her foster kittens. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kittens, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, n- Nubbies. N- Nuzzles. Nuzzles.
1: Nuzzles. Man, we are Really off kilter, y'all. Yeah. Well, it,
0: I followed them on Instagram, so I'll let you know at three a.m. Miles for so...
1: Fosters.
0: Oh, smiles yes. Miles
1: of Fosters,
0: and then she shouted out the nuzzle nuzzle people.
1: I can't even handle how ignorant I sound, so I will edit this, and I'm going to find the proper name. Okay, you guys, just to backtrack because I feel like a ding dong. <laughs> this is from our listener Sarah M. Who gave us the rave last week, Miles of Fosters. And she does uh, rescue work for Nuzzles and Company in Park City, Utah. That's right. That's right. um, She does a lot of fostering for them, so thank I you. I love thank that you, you.
0: – just a little, like, peek behind the screen. <laughs> I love that Jessica and I stumbled <laughs> over trying to remember the exact name of these, and she was like, I'm going to edit this because I feel <laughs> awful. And then she goes, just to backtrack, because I feel like a ding-dong. If you edit it, they won't know why you feel like a ding-dong. <laughs>
1: Oh, God, y'all buckle up and thanks for coming along. You can keep her cut as much of that as you (laughs) want. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Okay. Hello, friends. I wanted to provide both a rant and a rave for y'all. Again, the rave was from last week. Yes. I adore this podcast and started and finished it during the pandemic and validation i felt with 90 percent of the rants made me adore you both even more and i've been able to use quite a few of the raves as well at least as inspirations i love that so much that's awesome and yes. that makes me happy
0: it makes me feel like we're actually doing something i hope
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> spay and neuter your cats and dogs in all capital letters with Can you multiple just say exclamation it again? marks Can you spay just- and neuter your cats and dogs
0: thank you okay continue
1: for real and it says this will be specific to cats but it applies to both we foster for two rescues in central-ish utah and have been for a full year now we started thank because you. of the pandemic yes <sighs> and the rescue we got our first kitty from was closing facilities to to the public and needed more fosters so they would be able to function with fewer people inside the main ranch to keep up some operations. Becoming a foster of kittens and cats has been a blast, don't get me wrong. But honestly, once kitten season starts, due to the rising temperature from winter to spring and cats have a very short pregnancy time, around March or April, Hits Rescue's Around March or April, the rescues all over are swarmed with kittens, pregnant mamas, sick kittens, and so much more. On a daily basis, both of my rescues we foster for are posting at least three to four kittens that need a foster home. That's every day, y'all. Guess what? There are none left. This turns into either people burning themselves out, trying to save all the kitties while still working full-time and having a life, or these poor kitties don't make it because there is simply nowhere for them to go. Due to my need to spread the word about our fosters when they are ready for adoption, I'm also part of a ton of local pet groups on Facebook. This is where my rant comes in. People still argue about why they shouldn't or won't spay or neuter their cats and dogs.
0: How is this even up for question? I don't understand. I don't know. Unless, Unless you're planning you're a to be a breeder. breeder
1: and that's yeah. a whole rant in itself because no kidding, how because... bad a lot of that is.
0: Oh, I grew up in the puppy mill capital of the United States. It's awful.
1: It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. And I see that all the time with friends at rescue in the dog community. Yes. This discussion often happens because they ask for advice about the animal misbehaving, being aggressive, or in heat, which are attracting outside or community cats to venture to their home more often. Or they are rehoming an animal because of some of the above reasons, or even arguing with a rescue coordinator on a thread about why they refuse to adopt and instead want a free kitty because rescues are evil and put animals in cages all the time. You want to know the real answer to your stupid question? or why you're an idiot get out they neuter said animal most of these issues come from that they are resolved once the animal has healed i will admit that it's not always the case but about 80 percent of the time it can at the very least help the situation i could go on about this forever which i won't But next time you hear someone say they refuse to fix their pets, refuse to adopt, or are rehoming and refuse to give their animal to a legit rescue, please tell them that they should look at all the rescue and fostering community and see all the sick or worse off cats, dogs, kittens, puppies, and then try to make the case for their stupid decisions. Please adopt from local rescues and them to the rescue if you can no longer care for the animal. Don't just leave it outside or give it away. I'm sorry. That's a whole other rant. We'll just finish with, please, oh, please, let us care more about these animals in the long run and help everyone in the future.
0: I could not agree more yep. wholeheartedly, because here's the thing you know, me every picture I post, I'm like, adopt, don't shop, adopt, don't shop. Yes, <laughs> but I understand the desire to have a purebred this or a kitty with a flat face and giant round eyes and little cute tipped ears. I get it, I get it. I love animals, and if I could have Noah's Ark in my house, I would. Okay,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> however, <laughs> there are so many animals that need rescuing, that need fostering, that yes. need. Their forever homes till they can find their forever families. And my house is filled with rescues. And mm-hmm. one of them is evil. I'm just going to say it. she's terrible. Nobody Whoa. else would want her. She is messed up in her brains. She is my obligation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I
0: signed up for that. It is what mm-hmm. it is. Right. But my other two animals are rescues and they could not be more loving, more mm-hmm intelligent like i told you lucy i mean apparently she was born to like help the elderly because i was blown away by her Mm -hmm. rescue animals are precious and they're already here and they need us Mm -hmm. they need us and when you don't spay and neuter you add to the problem do i want a million and one kitties of course i would is that reasonable (laughs) no it's not and i don't want these babies and I'll go out on a real limb here and say, I don't want animal babies or human babies. Mm -hmm. Just being born like crazy with no one to love them or care for them. Okay.
1: Seriously. And it only takes, just like a human, it just takes one time. I've heard so many people in the past be like, I don't know how it happened. Or she just got out once or she must have gotten out at some point. What do you mean must have gotten out? And yes, that is when it happened because the strays in the neighborhood or other people's cats who were out and not spayed or neutered impregnated your cat or your cat or dog impregnated their pet. Yes. And also when these poor animals get pregnant too young. Like I've seen people who have cats who got pregnant when they were six months old. I know animal timelines are different than us. That happened with one of my friends in college, his cat, stayed her growth stayed stunted and she forever looked like a kitten and she gave birth Aww. to a full litter Aww. so it messes with them they're too young to be reproducing at that point and y'all there is no shortage of animals so there ain't no need for you to think oh well maybe one day i'll bring no don't do it. There's a and million animals out there. We absolutely. don't need any more animals bred.
0: And rescue animals are not necessarily damaged. Now, Correct. was Cutter Cutter was a feral cat, but she's still I consider a rescue. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. was she damaged? Yes. Was yes. Ollie? No. No. He's perfectly well behaved. He's lovely. Yes. He's, he he loves our family. He loves my son. Like Lucy, there was nothing wrong with her. The teenage girl that got her didn't want to take care of her. And the dad said, fine, then I'm taking her back. And thank God he took her back because she was supposed to be with me and my family.
1: Also, sometimes it comes from, unfortunately, the owner passing away. Uh And I know my friend that works in rescue is I'm like, wait a minute. How did you get a fully house trained, gorgeous, blah, 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 looks perfect poodle or whatever it is? She's like, oh, this dog led the life we all wish we had and the owner unexpectedly died and yep. no family lives on this side of the country. And sometimes there's not others that can have or keep the pet. So that's how they end up in rescue. So yes. it's, rescue there's animals a million are- reasons they can end up there. They're not broken. Please do not have the misconception. And also, that's why fostering is so wonderful. And I know a mm-hmm. ton of people. I who don't, now I own can't the do pets. it. I'm Hashtag not strong foster enough. Foster fail. Yes. absolutely.
0: I'm not strong enough. You know our friend Will Burson, who actually did he win an Academy Award this year?
1: I don't know. Did he? I
0: I don't. I can't. You know, I didn't follow the Academy Awards this year, but I know he was nominated. I'm just going to look real quick because I love shouting out our friends when we can. And Will Person, <laughs> you'll understand why we love him so much when I tell you. I don't think he won. But anyway, he wrote Judas and the Black Messiah.
1: Oh.
0: He fosters cats and has always. And I just thought, like, even when I knew him when we were all young and, like, crazy out mm-hmm. doing improv all the time, he fostered kittens on the weekends yep. for animal rescues as a single young man. I mean, if that's 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 not a precious human, I don't know what it
1: is. (laughs) Seriously. So, A, that's a way to have animals in your life and not have to fully commit. Like, for instance, if you're someone that travels a lot, but you know, like, you know what? When I'm in town, I've got a week I can offer to foster, things like that. also, it's a great way to make sure the animal is a right fit for you. Instead of being like, "Oh my God, that dog's so cute, I want it." Maybe that dog is not the right fit for you, Mm -hmm, but if you foster it for
0: somebody else,
1: yep, yeah. If you foster after a week, for whatever your reasons are, you may choose to want to adopt it or be like, "No, this one's going on to its next home." And exactly,
0: you can say this one. You find It's Forever mm-hmm. Home, I'll watch it until it f- we find that, and mm-hmm. it's fine, and you're you're done, and you've done something amazing. Yep. Another thing I want to mention, because we're on our Spay and Neuter box, because mm-hmm. we're Bob Barker over here, uh, I know it's expensive. I do know that. But like we said when we talked about her kitty rescue, mm-hmm. there are many, 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 many options now for – almost free or free spay and neutering on weekends. And these are vets that volunteer their time in mobile trailers Mm -hmm. on the weekends. And if you live in an area where you don't know if you have that available and you can't figure it out on your own because you're my dad and you'd just rather ask me instead of look it up on the internet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Look, we can all relate, right? I mean, parents yes. do that. And guess what? When Hilarious. I'm old, I fully expect to be like, Henry, I don't know how to do this. Fix it. <laughs> um, but hit us up and we'll help. Yes. We'll reach out. We'll reach out and we'll find. I guarantee our community knows someone mm-hmm. in your area that can help Absolutely. you. I guarantee. So Agreed. we do understand it's expensive, but mm-hmm. it is our duty as pet owners to make sure that our animals are safe and healthy and we spay and neuter so that it doesn't become a problem and we don't have more adopt me dodo videos out there. Okay. Okay? I could not be more on board with this rant. It drives me crazy. Thank you, Sarah. Yes. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. All right. Are you ready for mine? Oh yeah. This rant's from a listener and it says long time, first time. (laughs)
1: Love the,
0: I love the briefs. Okay, here we go. Recently, a family member brought up something that I was stunned by during a discussion about people unrelated to them. They referenced something they claim happened between me and a family member that so helped me God, I do not remember. And I remember just about everything in all caps. <laughs> not only do I not remember the incident or what they claim was said, but it was from a family trip that we took for wait for it, four years ago. So now I am super paranoid as well as very upset, understandable, about what else this person is holding on to and what they think of me. We will all be together soon and I am already having anxiety about it. Also, I don't hold grudges. We could have discussed it at the time and squashed that shit before it turned into something weird. Amen. Mm-hmm. I wish this had been brought up to me ages ago so we could all move on and clear up any confusion. Why is this now coming up and therefore throwing me for a major loop? It has me questioning what else this person says or thinks about me, and that makes me both sad and mad. I get it. Have you ever experienced this? Yes. I think we all have. Don't you mm-hmm.
1: think? hmm I Did was breathing dragon breath through my gritted teeth as you read this.
0: I know, right? Do you want to go first or do you want
1: me to (laughs) say you go ahead? I'll chime in.
0: Okay, great. So here's one thing. I'm just as a jumping off point going to start here. Mm -hmm. I understand exactly what this person means by I don't hold grudges. We could have discussed it and squashed that shit before it turned something weird. They brought it to me ages ago. We could all move on. This is why Mm -hmm. I always, and I haven't always been this way, but as an adult now, I always want to handle something as quickly as possible because that way you can stay calm. And and here's my reasoning on why, and this is just me and I'll get to that in just a Mm -hmm. second. But for me, I would rather us talk about it, Mm -hmm. hear each other listen and try to understand and figure it out together before I sit on it because I have a lot of people in my life that are like, I need time to process. And I am like, I don't want time to process because when I do that, I make up stories yes and I will have you saying to me, I hate you in my mind before Uh I wake up the next morning. Okay. And (laughs) I know that's a character flaw of mine. So I understand this so much, but I do have to say, I have people very close to me in my life. And sometimes actually even my husband mm-hmm. wants time to think about it before he says something he doesn't mean, right? So mm-hmm. there are the two types of people, people who want to discuss it and then people who need a minute. So you got to find a balance, but then there's also those people who don't want to discuss it, mm-hmm. don't want you to understand where they're coming from and just like drama.
1: Okay. When you say time, do you mean four years of time?
0: Uh, I mean a week (laughs) or whatever. Four years is person number three. They didn't want to discuss it. They didn't want to fix it. And honestly, there is nothing you can do about that. There's nothing you can do if a person doesn't let you know what's going on. You don't even remember it happening. You could have said something off the cuff Mm -hmm. that they misinterpreted and they went away and wrote their own story. about what you meant and what you felt. Right. And because you didn't have the opportunity to say, Oh my God, no, I didn't interpret it this way. This wasn't my intention Mm -hmm. because you didn't get that opportunity. Both of you are now that, you know, even you're making up stories. You're Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to be with them soon. And I have anxiety and I a hundred percent get it, but I don't want that for you because this is not your baggage. This is someone else's baggage. And if they I'm literally petting my point,
1: I like that you just said that.
0: Why am I rubbing my forehead like this as I talk?
1: I think you're having to soothe yourself. This is like this kind of stuff has happened with you before. It certainly happened with me. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And I am trying to understand that I deal with things differently, and not everyone has my feelings and my brain. And I can't always have it the way I want. But what I want to say to to this listener so badly is I want you to enjoy your vacation with your family. And I want you not to worry or care about what they think of you. And I know that's easier said than done. But I want mm-hmm. you to have... I want an affirmation for you of I am making memories with people I love and don't let lo- anything or anyone rob you of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm going through a lot of loss in my family right now and it is not worth it no. for you to miss out on feeling good and refreshed and filled with love when you are with the people who love you. Exactly. So as hard as it is, they always say, of people you meet in your lifetime just aren't going to like you. And that might include family. I'm sorry. It might. (laughs) Uh, And there's literally nothing you can do about it, no matter how hard you try. So don't try because it's exhausting. All we can be is ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we can constantly try to be better. But in this scenario, this person didn't even know they had done anything. How can you expect someone to be better or learn or progress or grow with you? If they don't know, we aren't mind readers. Okay. Totally. And I would say that this is not going to come up, but if this person keeps rehashing it and it comes up again, or they are making you feel awkward, I think at this point it is within your right to say, I just want to talk to you for a second because I don't want scar tissue. Mm-hmm. Can we try and massage this out?
1: Right.
0: <laughs> can we kind of, can we try and get this knot out of our family muscle? Totally. (laughs) And then say what you mean, Mm -hmm. mean what you say, and don't say it mean. Yep.
1: The thing that drives me uh, the most nuts about this, because I can so relate, is, you know, some people say, well, I don't like confrontation, and somebody might say, well, who does? Well, I do think there are people in this world that like it. It's Mm -hmm. obvious, right? Yeah. But, um, no, I don't like confrontation, but what I – really don't like is glossing over things and then someone bringing shit up down the road years later
0: weeks later months later it doesn't matter no later please no
1: I resent it and it's
0: bothering you then you need to work it out
1: yes it makes me feel like a crazy person and I know everyone doesn't like the truth that's another thing some people say well who doesn't like the truth a lot of people don't I Mm. do I know it's on everyone's cup of tea I would rather somebody straight up tell me look, I don't, I'm not cool with this, or you really hurt my feelings or you crossed the line, or I think we got off on a wrong start or something weird happened. Can we talk about it? Mm -hmm. I don't care what it is. I don't care if there's tears. I don't Mm -hmm. care if it's to say, again, you really were out of line or overstepped or hurt me or whatever, please let it be aware. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so it can be discussed. And again, moved on from There is nothing worse than bringing something up a way after the fact where either a, you thought it had been handled and clearly the person hung on to it or they never mentioned it to begin with. And now throwing in a zinger and you and I both know what this is like, Mm -hmm. where you feel so Gobsmacked and left sided. I don't even know what the word is. I'm looking blindsided, for blindsided, yeah, blindsided, mm-hmm. and hit from out of nowhere and devastated. I've yes. had this happen with people that I'm very close with, and I'm same. like, "Excuse me, same." All this time has gone on, and we are this close. Or oh my God, I know I'm not crazy for thinking we're this close. Stop being a fool. You are one of my dearest friends, or you are right. my cousin, or whoever you are.
0: Right, me. right.
1: What the hell is happening, and why did you not? Let this be aware so I could, A, apologize, and B, try to rectify the situation. Correct. Or be like, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry you feel that way. But that's actually, you got the wrong information. That did not happen. Right. And here's what did. And let's please try to come to some sort of understanding. It's imperative. God, letting shit go by and sweeping it under the carpet uh, so is the death it's the death of so many relationships absolutely please please don't do that to people if you have an issue i know it's awkward and we don't want to say things and we're like but i love this person i don't want to make them feel bad of course it doesn't mean but you have how to come much at do you them love like them a bull.
0: do you love them enough to make yourself a little uncomfortable to get through this how much do you love them do you, you love them enough mm-hmm. do you love them enough to make yourself a little uncomfortable for a minute
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Because I bet you do. Yes. If you really put it out, if you really put the cards on the table, I bet you do. Yeah. And if you don't, then great. Yep. This person also said, and I want to address this before we move on. It has me questioning what else this person says or thinks about me. And that makes me both sad and mad. I relate to this so hard. Mm -hmm. And I think probably everyone does. Yes. Um, what I need to say to you and you're not going to like it. And I hate saying it. It tastes bitter in my mouth as I'm saying it. Mm -hmm. It is none of your business what they think or say about you. Mm -hmm. Let it go. And I know that's so hard because I get real self-righteous. Like how, For example, if Mm -hmm. I can use myself as an example, when Dan Tipton and I had that bad experience at that hotel, I felt so like – are you kid don't you dare say my husband or me are racist mm. and blah, 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 blah. and taking the subject matter out completely it's right. that feeling of don't talk bad about me i'm not bad
1: exactly
0: you know yes. i i saw a little video which i'll mention at the end of the show but this little kid was somebody was interviewing him about like have you ever lied and he's like well yeah sometimes and he <laughs> says why and then he's like at the end he's like i mean yeah i i lie but Sometimes, but I'm not a bad person,
1: <laughs> I know,
0: <laughs> which I thought was so cute. Um, we all have traits and different things that are different and you cannot control is basically the serenity prayer, right? You mm-hmm. can't control what somebody else thinks or says about right. you. And it doesn't matter what you do. They're going to still think and say what they want to.
1: That's right.
0: And it's through their colored glasses. It's through. Yep. If their name is Stan, they're looking at you through Stan colored glasses. (laughs) Okay. And sometimes, as we know, people's glasses are broken. Okay. It's super hard. And when it starts haunting you, I want you to say to yourself, I'm letting that go. It's none of my business what they think or say about me. Yep. I'm letting it go. I probably didn't say all that I want to say about that. But I also want to, one more thing before we go, mm-hmm. uh, write in and tell us if you feel differently, like we have corrections corner. Yep. I just like Jessica, I don't like the truth, but I want the truth because I always want to continue growing. Oh, I like a the person. Truth. I don't know that I like it.
1: <laughs> I don't know that I, I like I mean it because I just, I'd rather know the truth, no matter how bad or painful it is at the time. Mm -hmm. Than finding out about it after the fact, because I have been severely burned multiple Mm -hmm. times by people saying, well, I didn't want to hurt you. Well, if you think by lying and keeping this from me or not letting it ever be known all this time Mm -hmm. was not hurting me, you're crazy Mm -hmm. because it literally made me feel like a lunatic. And then it makes me question everything, which it shouldn't. It It doesn't mean the person doesn't love or care about you, but it does make me now think that you're either like a total charlatan or you've never liked me or you talk about me all the time and all of that kind of stuff. And I admittedly cannot handle it. Crazy.
0: Yes. It it is a form of gaslighting. Yes. You know, uh, whether the person means it to be or not.
1: 100%.
0: I guess just final thought, please. Mm -hmm. Please enjoy your trip. Please don't let this poison what could be lovely. Yes. Make your memories. Enjoy your time. Indeed and try to let go. And when it starts creeping in your brain, because it will, because our brains do that to us yes. and you see them and you're like, they just glanced at me and looked away. Oh God, now they're going to tell my mother-in-law that I, blah, 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 whatever it is, right? <laughs> just stop yourself. I'm not kidding. Just mm-hmm. stop in your tracks. Stop moving. Close your eyes for one second and say, it's none of my business what they think or say. Yep. I know who I am and I am here to enjoy my family please yep. do that for yourself i want it for you so badly indeed co-workers family like whatever it's so relatable thank you for indeed. writing this in actually thank you cuz i yes. think it's something that a lot of people need to hear including me because often when i'm talking to you guys i'm talking to myself <laughs> 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 all right are we re- we ready for a cleansing breath
1: oh yeah we are
0: Ooh, we got wound up twice Both of us I feel it in my belly We like to do a cleansing breath at the end of our rants Oftentimes we rant about things that don't really matter Mm -hmm. Uh, These two rants actually did matter And I feel Mm -hmm. real wound up So we like to rant it all out Take a deep cleansing breath And fill up with some goodness the rest Mm -hmm. of the show So if you can scream it out Be my guest If you can't at the very least Just take a breath with us here we go. i going to take a deep breath in. And. Uh. Oh, that felt good. I went real deep in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's move on to corners. You're up first.
1: Jiggle. Okay. This, even though it's not food related, somehow because it involved plastic, bags and drugs it reminded me of one of my favorite corners of all times which was the meth meth <laughs> the <meth-bo> lady <laughs> and then our friend and listener adam sent a i think one of our few and only follow up corners about that lady when her wait actual,
0: midwest, midwest adam yeah yes when yes. It like
1: they arraigned her or whatever, and I yes, loved it. Yes, he did. Yes, I think it like made the local news there, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Also, Adam, <laughs> if you're
0: listening, I miss you so much. Come on over to Instagram and let me know.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I talk to him on Facebook all the time, oh, and I yeah. haven't been on Facebook for like a year, and I miss him.
1: I know Adam is the best. Yeah, Adam is the person who sent me my box of Diva Curl
0: treats. And- In early days, he sent us California girls toilet paper when we couldn't get it.
1: And I mean, a box bigger than I was.
0: I mean, half the size of my house. Yes. Yeah.
1: Like the kindest, most thoughtful thing I've ever received. I'm not joking.
0: I when we
1: could not find toilet paper to save our lives here when COVID first hit.
0: No, he's a national treasure. We're so Uh, lucky. We're so lucky to know him. We're lucky.
1: Indeedly. All right okay guys this is from the huff what Weird kind of corner used. is it it's an excuse
0: me oh my god i always think of you and your dad ah,
1: you Oh think. my dad will love it because he also loves anything dealing with prisoners and prison shows okay ah,
0: me too why am i your dad
1: <laughs> i am
0: your dad <laughs>
1: Prison guard accused of smuggling drugs in Rice Krispie Treat. Prison now, guards? I can't wait until you guys see the picture because in the picture, you can clearly see an orange pill that maybe, maybe looks like a Reese's Pieces. No, but it doesn't. It didn't <laughs> it fool doesn't. the person checking stuff as the person walked in for work. Marcy Schaefer, 43, allegedly hid four amphetamine and dextroamphetamine pills in the treats before taking them into a South Carolina women's prison no ma'am oh here's a better picture you can see multiple orange pills come on no in there
0: you have to be colorblind
1: lady okay
0: what made you think you are old enough to (laughs) I can't
1: it's not okay
0: it's not okay it's unacceptable
1: The guard was fired and arrested after trying to smuggle prescription stimulant pills into the South Carolina women's prison by hiding them in Rice Krispie Treats, authorities Uh -uh. say. Uh -uh. Marcy took the treats out of their original packages, pushed the pills inside, and put them in a plastic bag, a Ziploc bag to be exact.
0: Hold up. I need a pause. What do you mean took them out of their packages? Didn't even make them themselves? (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's a
0: white right crispy treat. It's butter and marshmallow fluff, and you didn't have the time
1: to. These make are the them. pre-made ones, which I can attest to. You are pretty nasty. <laughs> like when you make them at home, they're great. When you buy them already made, they're not good. Trust me, I've tried. Can I'm a glutton
0: with brown butter, and I don't know what that means. Is it? Is it brown? Oh. Like you burn it a little bit or something? I don't know. Yes. But it's, it's like crack to me. Yeah, like, I no, that sounds amazing.
1: That sounds. Yeah. Perfect. Schaefer was caught as she tried to take the treats into the Camille Graham Correctional Institution. Schaefer hid four amphetamine pills in the treats and had two more in a prescription bottle, which was not labeled for the drugs. What kind of an idiot? You brought in more and you put them in an unlabeled bottle like you're just going to walk into a prison with that? Exactly.
0: And this is a prison guard?
1: Uh Yes.
0: Like, you don't know the own rules at your place of employment?
1: (laughs) It's absolutely insane.
0: You don't know what they're looking for?
1: So stupid. you don't know
0: what you're supposed to be looking for? (laughs) Uh,
1: That's even worse. I know. The picture released by prison officials showed the orange pills peeking out from the inside of the snacks. Oh, we can see them loud and clear.
0: Yeah, it's a real hard piece. (laughs)
1: The pills are a stimulant that are supposed to be used to treat attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Schaefer is charged with possession of narcotics with intent to distribute, furnishing prisoners with contraband and misconduct in the office. Um also that is something very common. I know my mom used to freak um about this and try to let it be known because my brother was on medication for ADHD and it was considered a narcotic Narcotic, and a class 5 drug and she said I know you don't abuse this but you cannot ever let your friends know about this or let people take this medication it is a major issue and it's illegal and I remember once when my mom was out of town somebody took some of the medicine and my mom went mm. absolutely ballistic and rightfully mm. so because people who don't need it, who don't have ADD or ADHD, it is something that is abused and used more like, you know, people crush it Recreational up and snort
0: drug, it. Yes. yes, correct.
1: Yeah. So shame, shame. I know your name. It's not like this is any new thing <laughs> <laughs> with guards bringing stuff in. But yeah, I mean, I would always, I remember always being so confused, be like, well, how I don't understand how do people get drugs in prison? It's like, because there's bad guards and there's delivery people, there's people on the take, there's all kinds of weird things that go on. But then I thought about it and I, of course, love to overthink everything. And like you said, make my own narration Mm -hmm. and story. Mm -hmm. My mind, as I've been thinking about the story has been, did she do it? hoping to get arrested because maybe her lover is in the prison and she wants to be in there with them.
0: Aren't you a precious romantic? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that was for
1: love.
0: I don't think so. Because what happens then is – you sneak them out in laundry and you're Mm -hmm. on the run for three years like that lady who left her husband and family for a prisoner she snuck him out or he snuck her escape
1: from den mora
0: is that what it is i also swapped patricia
1: arquette and um what's that amazing actor oh god he's so good
0: I don't watch dramatizations of these things. I watch true crime. Excuse in me. 2020. Escape I don't want
1: From no- Den Mora is a true crime, and you will watch it. Patricia Arquette plays the woman who works in the prison. She has an affair with Benicio del Toro. Ay, oh, I'm I I'm would in. Too. I'm in. Okay. I'm in. I'm okay. in. Okay. 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 And then who is that incredible?
0: Never mind. It's done. I'm in.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I knew I'd have you at Benicio. Oh,
0: Benicio. Can I tell you? Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood, real quick, and then we'll exit the Hollywood corner. I saw Benicio del Toro at the Comic book store next to the Groundlings with Jillian Bell, and her email address had his name in it years uh, and years ago. She loved him so much. We were both like,
1: I would have literally fainted. Oh my God, here's the other actor I couldn't think of his name. Paul Dano,
0: oh, love him! I he's think he's helps. a future. I think he's a future Oscar winner.
1: A hundred percent. I've always thought that. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. Everyone's so good in it. Oh my All god! Right.
0: You sold me. I, what Please. is? Our, what are we even talking about? We're talking oh, about prison
1: guards smuggling amphetamines in with their mm-hmm. crappy Rice Krispie treats.
0: No, ma'am. If you're gonna hide it, hide it. Don't. Act like somebody's going to think it's a Reese's Pieces because it isn't.
1: (laughs) You guys, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and spell this out for you because I'm going to go a little earlier than usual. This is my recommendation if you're looking for something to watch. It's Escape at denmora that is the name of the prison in new york okay d-a-n-n-e-m-o-r-a it is outstanding it's, well, it's a one-off a great
0: cast i don't think series, i've ever yes. heard of it is it how old is it jessica uh
1: it came out in 2018
0: <laughs> oh not not that long ago Yeah,
1: which i can't believe because i 20, literally 20. feel like i watched it last year
0: i know but that was three years ago and because we, we lost a We've year lost of our lives, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's so weird. Watch it.
0: Oh my god. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. just life advice: don't try and sneak anything into or out of well, a prison,
1: please. Tell that to Patricia Arquette.
0: Was she also in Crash, where they, where James Spader had sex with her scar on her leg? That was a weird movie. Not Crash, the Oscar-winning <laughs> movie. I don't know. We'll we'll revisit that someday. All right, moving <laughs> <I> on. <tried.
1: laughs> What have you got for corners? All
0: right. My corner is a kids are amazing corner. Yay. I love those because uh, they are. (laughs) This makes me laugh, too. Okay. We've probably all heard about it. It's been all over Upworthy, Good News Movement, all the stuffs, and it's worth repeating. It bears repeating. Meet Adhara Perez Sanchez, a nine-year-old girl from Mexico with an IQ higher than Albert Einstein and Stephen Hawking. How? She has already graduated from high school and is currently in the process of earning two engineering degrees. Let me say this again, nine years old. Okay. My son's nine and you just listened to me, walk to the dryer and get him underwear. Cause he was like, I'm out of underwear. Okay.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Let's see here. I want to read you some of this stuff. A young Mexico city that also, where's this article from? I'm reading it from Upworthy. They reposted mm-hmm. it. From someone else, but a young Mexico City native is spectacularly shattering shattering widespread misconceptions about individuals with developmental disorders by proving her incredible intellectual capabilities at just nine years of age. Wow. Adhara Perez-Sanchez is an extremely intelligent little girl, has already made a name for herself in academic circles with an impressive IQ of 162. Now, they're saying that's impressive. This shows you my IQ. They're saying 162 is impressive, Mm. and I just have to take their word for it because I don't remember anything about IQ numbers. (laughs) Okay. That's how not- IQ high I am. (laughs) According to People, this score is slightly higher than that of notable geniuses like Albert Einstein and Stephen Hawking, both of whom had an estimated IQ of 160. Young Perez has already graduated from high school, nine years old, just going to say it again, and is currently in the process of earning two degrees, one in industrial engineering and in mathematics and one in systems engineering. Speaking to the Yucatan, Yucatan Times... Perez, who was diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, a developmental disorder that's included on the autism spectrum, can cause difficulties with social reactions, revealed that she was made a mockery at school. That was a quote. She said that Mm. other students would bully the girl by calling her names like weirdo and oddball. I'm just going to just put in here real quick. I would like us to remove the word weird mm-hmm. from our mm-hmm. vocabulary and describing other people. And I might say something about that in a minute. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, then they started hitting the the little house. So I don't want her to suffer. Okay. So they even bullied her at home. Sanchez revealed that her daughter fell into a very deep depression and despite being a bright young pupil, did not want to go to school anymore. Oh. Teachers informed her parents that Perez would sleep in class and displayed an apparent lack of interest. Aware of the child's unusual smartness at home, Sanchez realized that the current education plan wasn't the right fit for her daughter and sought therapy for Perez. This became a major turning point for the family as they were then able to identify the girl's extremely high IQ and seek a learning environment that adapts to her unique skill sets. Wow. Because our brains all work differently, people. We need to learn this. Okay. We all learn differently and it's Mm -hmm. okay. This helped Perez flourish in academics. She finished elementary school by the age of five. Unreal. (laughs) High school by the age of eight. According to KNSD, she is currently attending Universidad CNCI, a university in Mexico where she's studying systems engineering and mathematics. And even amidst her Juggling her studies, the child genius found the time to write a book about her experiences with a title that roughly translates to Do Not Give Up and was even featured in (sighs) Forbes Mexico's 100 Most Powerful Women in Mexico list. Unreal. Oh, I just got chills. Mm Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the youngster is also working on developing a new smart bracelet to help autistic kids. According to Vogue Mexico, the device will be able to monitor the emotions of differently abled children, anticipating and preventing seizures and other outbursts. Quote, Hmm. I'm making a bracelet that measures kids' emotions, and then parents will be able to see what emotion their kids have by checking a phone, tablet, or computer, the young genius explained. Okay, can I show you her little picture with her NASA shirt? And I mean... She
1: couldn't be cuter.
0: Couldn't be cuter. And I want to use this as an opportunity too uh, to talk, you know, I've obviously mentioned... Other times about talking about neurodiversity Mm -hmm. and how we need to learn, you know, people are like, well, there wasn't all this autism and ADD and blah, blah, blah back in the day. Well, yes, there was. Mm -hmm. And we threw them into institutions. Mm -hmm. We threw them away. And that's not fair because I don't know who the like the the person is that decided what's normal. But just because someone doesn't process or think or come learn the same way that you and I do. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean they're not normal. Right. They're different than us. So it's, we want neurodiversity.
1: Yes.
0: Right. I'm, I'm what people would say, or supposedly, I don't know, I'm kind of crazy, but neurotypical. Right. But Mm -hmm. I don't want to make, I guess what I'm saying is we need to teach our children not to be so aware of weirdos and oddballs. So be careful what language you use. Okay. When someone acts different than you, it doesn't mean they're weird or they're an oddball. They are themselves. Right. Yep. So like,
1: and a lot of times people know exactly, they may understand fully what is being said to them or that they are watching or experiencing. They just may not be able to verbalize it. Correct. And that is something I think a lot of people take for granted. It's like, it's just because you're not getting an answer or hearing someone talk like we are right now doesn't mean that they don't fully understand what's going on.
0: And it's so frustrating yes. for them. So I obviously want to shout out again the Autistic Cats on mm-hmm. Instagram at Autistic Cats. It is a group of young autistic or spectrum. Mm-hmm. Everybody has different uh, version, like different, um, not versions. What's, what's the word I'm looking for? Verbiage. Yes, but not every person on the spectrum is the same. Right. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, the autistic cats is a, a group of college age students who are in school and they are working to educate others about how they feel, how they react to things. What do they do? And so through them, I also follow another account that is a grown woman who is autistic mm-hmm. and so are her two children. She's a phenomenal writer and she inspires me all the time. Yes. And I just, they're both great accounts. Wonderful. And I know of
1: them from you. They're fantastic.
0: They're absolutely amazing. So, Fidgets and Fries is one, and Autistic Cats. But I want to read this post from Fidgets and Fries because I want, since we talked about this little girl who was Mm -hmm. ousted socially and almost could have been given up on when she is a genius, literally yes. a genius, yep. okay? This is a grown woman and I want to read to you her feelings and, and a response that mm-hmm. I sent to Jessica and I think it's super important for all of us, okay? So I'm going to read you this. I'm autistic. My children are autistic. It seems as if every single part of my life and what I do is subject to some kind of interpretation. I need to know the why behind everything I think and do because it might help me in some way. It might help me to understand myself better. It might prevent a future meltdown or shutdown or breakdown or any other kind of down or out. The more time I spend involved in activist work, it does little to curb this dissection of self. If anything, it perpetuates it. I am constantly thinking about being autistic, constantly thinking about what disabled means to me, to our family, constantly thinking about how to protect ourselves, prepare for the future, and help others on their journey. It's all autism all the time. And I have to know the why of every behavior in myself and in my children. I'm exhausted. And here's where it gets so relatable. I don't want to know anymore. I want to look in the mirror, stare at the bags these large eyes carry and cry without reason. Hmm. I don't want to know anything other than my, my own body needed this cry. It needed to release. And then I want to rest I want a rest that feels like new life pouring into me. I don't want to think about all the things I let go or didn't do because I chose to honor my body's demands sinking into itself and just resting. But I am autistic and I have to be autistic meaning I can't just think of nothing, nor let my body be at rest. I have to know the why of everything because it helps me help myself and others. I can't allow myself to rest because I let myself down when I do. I must always be busy. I glorify overproduction. I want to say that again. I glorify overproduction. Mm -hmm. A lot of us do. Okay. (laughs) I feel accomplished when I write until my fingers go numb or rubbed raw against the pages of my journals. I must always be busy. Always but I don't want to, I must always analyze my behavior because I must know how to navigate this world, but I want to cry. I just need to cry and not to think about why I need to cry. And I can't because I will want to know why I felt the need to cry. I will learn it is because I'm tired and I'm overwhelmed. I will know it's because I am doing too much. And then I will scold myself because I find it necessary that I maintain current levels of performance because I will upset myself if I allow myself to rest too long. Now, that's the grown-up version of what this nine year old genius experienced. And thank mm-hmm. God we saved her, right? right? But this also happens to everyone. They're not, no one is different than us right. at our core. Okay. Now I want to read you a response that a woman wrote in. I don't know this woman at, from Adam. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you know her, shout, her, tell okay. her she made an impression at Word Weaver 81. She's, I don't know her. Okay. I am neurotypical as far as I know, but I share a lot of these struggles. Would it help you to know biologically why we cry? The emotional tears are chemically different from tears that we shed due to allergies or eye ir- irritation. They contain stress hormones and other toxins. Hmm. Would it help to at all to know that sometimes your body just needs that release to shed some of that stress because of those hormones, Jessica, right?
1: Makes sense.
0: Uh huh. Crying also activates the parasympathetic nervous system, which invites resting and digesting. It releases endorphins, which are your body's natural painkiller. Mm-hmm. I also struggle with crying, but our bodies do need it sometimes, just as we need rest. And you deserve that too. Release and rest. Sometimes it's hard to allow ourselves that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So important. crying is not weakness okay no and people who are different than us are not weird they're just them yep i love that
1: i love it too i feel like i sometimes that old saying you need a good cry uh i had what felt like a freaking meltdown about two weeks ago and i literally was hysterical but i have to tell you a couple of hours later I felt felt like a new person. Yeah. Because I think I literally released, just like that woman said, it is a physical release.
0: Yes. It is science. Yeah. It's biological science. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you need to cry, but feel like it's weak, it is not cry. If you don't want to cry, I totally get it, but your body might need it. Yes. So that you can carry on. Yep. So that you can walk through these troubles for sure and come out the other side. Ooh, Maybe. did that get really heavy?
1: Yeah. But thank you for sharing that because I think it's very important for people to hear.
0: I do too. All right. Let's get into our raves. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Everybody. Uh, My rave this week is clean the world foundation. Their website is cleantheworldfoundation.org. The UN Sustainable Development Goals calls for universal access to water, sanitation, and hygiene, WASH is the acronym, Mm -hmm. globally by 2030. Clean the World Foundation is taking an active role in working with the global community to make this goal achievable. Today, more than 844 million people, again, it's almost a billion people, y'all, lack access to basic drinking water. Another thing that we 100% most of us take for granted uh, in this country, especially. Actually, not just in this country, because as far as I know, the people in Flint still don't have proper water, which is maddening. Yes. More than 2.3 billion people lack access to basic sanitation. Millions of girls drop out of school each year because of feminine hygiene issues. And the leading cause of death for children under age five is still hygiene related illnesses like diarrhea and pneumonia. More children die from wash related causes than from malaria, AIDS, and tuberculosis combined.
0: Oh my God. I
1: did not know this. Me either. The case for universal access to wash is compelling. Studies have proven that access to safe drinking water can reduce childhood morbidity by 40% or more, while proper hand washing can reduce child deaths by 50% or more. School-based wash programs can increase attendance by over 60%. And for every dollar invested in wash programs, up to $46 is generated through increased productivity and workforce participation. Clean the World Foundation is taking an active role in working to achieve universal access to wash around the world. We operate multi-year development programs in vulnerable communities globally, including wash infrastructure and education, menstrual health and hygiene, which help local communities develop and maintain the wash resources and knowledge necessary for healthier, sustainable livelihoods. And through our humanitarian aid efforts, including emergency relief around the world and mobile wash projects in the U.S., we work to ensure all people experiencing crisis have the wash access they need to improve and sustain health. Wow. Uh, So, I mean, I experienced that when I went to China many years ago for work. And I came back from that trip, and I say it to this day, that I wish that most people who have not ever experienced a hardship as far as those things Mm -hmm. could experience what I call real China or real India. And I don't mean that the big fancy cities aren't, but not tourist areas. But when you go somewhere where literally most of what we consume or use in this country and including most of Africa and Europe, because there was a lot of African and European businessmen getting their products made as well. Mm -hmm. That we take for granted having toilet paper Mm -hmm. and clean water because that was not available. And Mm -hmm. when the people hosting us asked what we wanted, our only request was for cases of water everywhere we went, cases of bottled water, imported water. And I was told, take toilet paper. I said, give me a break. There's going to be toilet paper. I'm not going to the middle of nowhere. And they're like, you need to take toilet paper. Well, I learned the hard way the first day. And then every day I took a roll from my hotel room and carried it in my backpack everywhere I went.
0: Well, also, some cultures don't do wiping with dry paper on dirty body parts, too.
1: Correct. Uh, but also, they might have a bidet or something like that. That was right, right, not right. even remotely yeah. where it was where I was. So, things that we take for granted clean water. Yes. And having toilet paper, and also as females, hopefully having proper access to feminine uh, hygiene products. Yeah. It's crazy. There These girls don't go to school because they don't that. have pro- products right. and they're home bleeding, just yeah. sitting bleeding because yeah. they don't have anything to help with that. I know. So,
0: and clean water. I mean, you, you need it so badly. Yes.
1: Like,
0: and I carry around. A Brita bottle where I just fill up water anywhere and it cleans it for me.
1: Like mm-hmm. how That's lucky amazing. am I? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> how lucky are we to have yes. clean water?
1: Totally. Uh,
0: thank you for sharing that.
1: Yes.
0: Love it. All right. My turn. Yeah.
1: Indeed.
0: Here we go. So my rave this week is called new alternatives. You can find them at new alternatives, nyc.org. Okay. Mm -hmm. Recent studies indicate that LGBTQ plus youth comprise nearly 40% of the homeless youth population in New York City. I mean, just let that sink in.
1: That's huge.
0: Ugh. At an estimated 7% of the total youth population, young people in our community are disproportionately affected by the homelessness and are more likely to experience bullying, sexual assault, violence, trauma, HIV infection, mental health disorders, Mm -hmm. and substance abuse than their heterosexual peers. Every night, hundreds of LGBTQ plus youth and young adults have no place to call home in NYC. Whether mm-hmm. they've been kicked out by homophobic relatives, forced to flee conservative communities, aged out of foster care, or come from families torn apart by poverty and drug abuse, these young people sleep in city parks, on the subway, and in public facilities like Port Authority and Penn Station. A fortunate few might find a safe haven in one of NYC's housing programs or shelters designed for this population, but such facilities are scarce and so underfunded that most youth wait months to gain entry. Others are subjected to shelter in large city-funded institutions where they frequently fall victim to homophobia, transphobia, biphobia, harassment, and violence. New Alternatives is advocating for change. We are dedicated to the care and well-being of these young people and are at the forefront of combating the epidemic of poverty and homelessness in New York City's LGBTQ plus youth population. Mm-hmm. We aim to provide all youth who come to us for support with the tools and resources they need to thrive. So, again, let me just give the website real quick. It is uh, newalternativesnyc.org. We'll put it in our show notes. Mm-hmm. Um You can go to their website. It's really great. They have an about us section so you can read all about it. They also have, uh, you can register for client services. They have a tab where you can get involved, volunteer, donate, fundraising, upcoming events you can take part in. It's a crisis. It's a real crisis. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at the faces on this website.
1: Mm.
0: Precious, precious Um, here's some of the things that they do just real quick before we bounce out of here. Uh, they provide basic needs, nutritious homemade meals, distribution of hygiene supplies, emergency clothing, Metro cards, something I wouldn't think of, uh, urgent referrals for shelter referrals for primary care. They have case management. A place for young people to bring their problems. None are too big or small. Arrest warrants, finding a long lost relative, applying for disability benefits, returning to high school or college, back taxes. I mean, things that mm-hmm. they need us. They need our help.
1: Yes. I
0: need help with some of those things. Right. Uh, they have recreational activities. They give college tours, barbecues, camping, beach trips, apple picking. They have education. Um, They have volunteer tutors, always on hand, to assist with GED and SAT preparation, financial aid paperwork, college applications. They have life skills training, uh, HIV prevention, anger management, nutrition, conflict resolution. Come on. Self-expression, creative writing, video groups. They give the youth the chance to express themselves and share their experiences in an artistic and therapeutic way. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could go on and on. They're wonderful. Please check them out. New Alternatives NYC. Love it. Love it. Jessica.
1: Thank you, Dana. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell everybody one more time how to get a hold of us?
1: Yes. Please find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves podcast on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can email us directly at the ransom and Raves podcast at gmail.com or hit the contact button on our website, www.theranceandravespodcast.com.
0: And just to go back to some old school lingo, please like, subscribe, review. Mm-hmm. Jessica and I aren't looking to be famous off, not off this anyway. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. We're not making any money. In fact, we're paying to get this to you right now. So please, Mm -hmm. please spread the word because all we want out of this is to spread the word. Yes. And when I mean, I mean, spread the word about everything. You guys bring us so much wonderful stuff. Mm -hmm. We've learned so much and all we want is for it to get to more people. Absolutely. Please like review, subscribe, all that jazz. Uh, I like to end the show with a weekly point to ponder things that we're kind of into and watching. Jessica, you already mentioned something you're watching, right?
1: Escape at Denmora.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. The, okay. <laughs> you got so
1: close to the mic. It
0: was so important to you. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to say one thing, and this is not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Let me just say right now. the I think this might be the scariest show I've ever watched in my life. And that's saying okay. a lot because I, you know how I love – Scary. It's a reality show. It's real. Okay. It's called Ma- Panic 911, and it's on Prime,
1: mm-hmm. Amazon.
0: It's real 911 calls.
1: Nope. Can't do it.
0: It is... Terrifying. Absolutely. I know not. it's not for everyone. Some people, Danielle, listener, Danielle, you know we're gonna be talking about it. You know we are. Um, it's terrifying, it's also educational if I'm if I'm being honest, but it's home invasions, uh, car chases. No. It's real raw terror. Panic 911. I don't know why I'm into it, but I just get like intensely hooked and I want to. <sighs> jump through the screen and then through the phone i could never be a 911 operator thank you for everything you do
1: absolutely
0: i mean just the emotional roller coaster that yep. happens so fast mm-hmm. and then you're supposed to just get back to work and answer the next yep. no uh-uh i cannot i agree <laughs> okay and then last oh wait do you have something else
1: i was gonna say really quick since we're Talking about all these creepy things. I'm going to put something out there that's lovely yes. that uh, I just started. I've only seen the first episode. I think you will freak. I, haven't, okay. I don't think I've even told you about it. It is on HBO Max. It is okay. called Full Bloom oh. and it is a reality show, but mm-hmm. the good kind of reality where it's a contest like uh, Project Runway. Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like that.
0: <laughs> okay uh it's how a reality I show that floral exactly.
1: design i didn't know either my friend sent it to me and she's i'm like if you ask me one more time but like every other day she's like are you watching full bloom yet are you watching full bloom yet it is incredible so they're given also, a challenge just like they were so like- much
0: healthier for my brain as well
1: yes <laughs> so again if you want truly like a fantasy and a creative Mm -hmm. thing to watch and just Mm -hmm. get you dreaming they give them a challenge and they all have to do a challenge and it's their interpretation of said challenge right the first episode i think was uh the inspiration was waterfall so it was like how did you interpret a like I'm not giving anything away, okay? It's a wow. reality show. Somebody like took a watering can and then out of that watering can is a waterfall cascade of flowers yes. down to the grass. It's seen
0: those awesome. Before. It's, so again, amazing.
1: if you want to just tune out but have something like that's not depressing or making you think too hard or anything else, it's like, ooh, just ogle the masterminds oh, no, and their floral design. Incredible. You've got to see it.
0: I will, a hundred percent. I will.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love it. I need to start packing more goodness in my brains yes. instead of true crime. I know this. No, I know so. this. But uh, yeah. Well, the weekly point to ponder, like the thing I want to leave us mm-hmm. with, is very positive. Mm-hmm. And I want—I told Jessica I wanted to do this because I think we've made it pretty clear that we both love our dads a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> We
0: will talk about our dads nonstop. Um, I love my daddy so much. I actually love your dad too, because I think I your dad is me or I <laughs> am him. Um, but I wanted to leave you with this. It's the it's from Upworthy. I just happened to see it oh, last yeah. night, and I min- sent it to to Jessica immediately with like mm-hmm. cry face emojis. It says, best story of the day. South Dallas Middle School started a breakfast with dads program, but many dads couldn't make it, and several students didn't have father figures. (laughs) So the school posted a Facebook request for 50 volunteer fathers, which I think is precious. Love it. Fathers to come volunteer for dad's breakfast. Just amazing. Y'all, 600 fathers from all backgrounds showed up. Here's this picture. It is a melting pot.
1: It makes me cry.
0: All ages, sizes, shapes, colors. I mean, every walk of life. Look at those men. Look at these men. Mm -hmm. So proud of them. Yes. So proud of them. And it's so touching. Yes. 600 volunteer fathers showed up for those babies. I can't. I love my dad so much. I don't know what I would have done without him. He is my hero. He is my comedian. He is my rock. He is my Henri, Henri picker at her. He's everything to me. And I know that so many people are not that lucky and I never take it for granted. And, uh, it makes me want to cry. <laughs> that I know. These men showed up. It's just every single If you are a man that showed up as a volunteer father, I commend you, worship you, love you, and send you all the best wishes ever because it's <laughs> incredible. That's it. We're going to be back next Tuesday, y'all. Jessica, yes. I love you.
1: I love you too.
0: I appreciate you. And let's all have a good week.
1: Indeed.
0: Because it ain't none of our business what anyone else thinks or says about us. Mm. Boom.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>